Welcome. Thank you for choosing to listen to another Destiny Changing Word by David Entry from one of our Revival Seeking Youth Services. If you want to control your world, catch the word. Be blessed. Bible says, Romans 13, 7, Render. Render honor to whom honor is due. So, there are certain people that are due honor. They are due. If you owe someone and the person said, Can you? He said, I gave it to you for one week. Now it's a week. I'm coming to collect it. Has the person done anything wrong? No. Why? Because they are due the payment. So when the Bible says, Render honor to whom honor is due, that means that there are certain people you owe them honor. It's not a suggestion. It's not a feeling. I don't like the way my mom talked to me, so I don't, I don't feel like honoring you are behaving like a, a, a child. No, 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 no. Grow up! Stop letting your emotions guide you. Emotions guiding you will be a very bad thing. And so there are people who you ought to. It is of a necessity you honor them. What I want to talk to you about briefly today is the power of a father's blessing. In Genesis chapter 25, there was man, this man. This man is blessed, he's called Isaac. He's really blessed. In, in the Hebrew is Isaac. Isaac was blessed in the sense that God blessed Abraham and Abraham was so blessed and told Abraham, this one is supposed to, your inheritance and everything is supposed to pass on to Isaac. And Bible talks about, I think, Genesis 25, um, I believe verse 4, 5, particularly maybe verse 6, talks about how Abraham was so rich in everything and he gave his wealth to Isaac. Abraham was rich and everything he owned, verse 5, and Abraham gave all that he had to Isaac. Wow! All that he had, not only material things, but the covenant stuff. His, his, his location in God was transferred to his son. Isn't that nice? His location in God was transferred to his son. And he, because he doesn't abide forever, he was supposed to transfer his location in God and the benefits that came with it. He was also supposed to transfer it to his son. But there was a little problem in Genesis chapter 25, verse 21 and 22. It tells us about the wife of Isaac. And Isaac, uh, the wife of Isaac was barren. She couldn't have a child. Abraham's problem became Isaac's problem. Abraham's wife also suffered the same thing. And he also lied about his wife. Isaac also lied about his wife. But Abraham, Isaac's wife was barren. And now Isaac pleaded with the Lord for his wife. Oh, thank God for husbands who intercede for their wives. Isaac pleaded with the Lord for his wife because she was barren. And the Lord granted his plea. God will grant you your plea. It's not everything you cry about. Many things you have to pray about. 
and God will grant you the plea. If you, until you, you have pleaded with the Lord, how can he grant the plea? He needs a plea to grant. So Isaac pleaded with the Lord concerning his wife, that my wife can't give me, I need my children so I can pass. And the, oh, come on. And the Lord granted him his plea. And when God granted his plea, do you know what happened? He didn't have, he didn't get pregnant with one, two at a time. That's amazing. God gave him double portion. So you can imagine who, who was the instrumental cause of that pregnancy. It was Isaac's prayer. It was Isaac's prayer. No Sarah's prayer. But it's also, also good to marry a woman who can pray. Yes. Not only a woman who can do makeup. Ah. But Rebecca was not, could not only do makeup. She could also pray. So God heard the prayer. God listened to the prayer of Isaac. And the Lord granted his plea. And Rebecca, his wife, conceived. That conception was not an ordinary conception. It was an answer to prayer. It's an answer to prayer. Without IVF. Well, she conceived. But there was something, there was a complication about the pregnancy. So she had to book an appointment. But they didn't have ultrasound, so she didn't go for ultrasound. She went for spiritual sound. She was pregnant, and the children struggled together within her. That's what a man would know. They were fighting, they were struggling in the womb. So she said, if, it's, if all is well, why am I like this? What's going on? Something, there's some, I can't sit down and let things happen like that. I, I got to seek the Lord on this matter. I got to, it is, I'm not going on Google to check what's going on. I'm going to seek the Lord. So the children were struggling in the womb. And the children were wondering, the, the, the woman was wondering, why, why? If it is well, I can't, shouldn't be feeling this way. That's her first pregnancy, but she knew something was not right. So she went to, uh, she went for DNA, and she went for ultrasound. She went for consultation. She, she inquired of the Lord. We want women who can go to God. Isaac's wife went to the Lord to inquire of the Lord. What was going on? And the Lord said to her, there are twins in your womb. Ultrasound. The Lord said to her, two nations are in your womb. A whole nation. Two peoples shall be separated from your body. One people shall be stronger than the other, and the older shall serve the younger. God spoke to her. Hey, if you go to God, he will speak to you. When you come to church, one of the things you should believe God for, that God, let me hear from you. Don't ever come to church without targeting that you want to hear from God. Because God is a speaking God, so anytime you want to hear, you are actually put, you put yourself on the frequency, is, is regular frequency of operation. Because he actually is a speaking God. So when you want to hear, then he will speak. He who has an ear. So 
Rebecca inquired of the Lord, what should I, what's going on? The Lord said, two nations are in your womb. Two people shall be separated from your womb. And that was not the story. He said, one people shall be stronger than the other. And the older, that's not the order. The older shall serve the younger. That is not the order. It's usually the younger that serves the older. Who, whoever, uh, um, yeah, Okay, university, third year in university, first year in university. Who, if you are looking for prefect, who should they give, or a leader or something, who should they give to? The one who is, but this one said no. God said, how? The, the older shall serve the younger? Yeah. So the mother knew that secret. But something also, something also happened. That was natural, verse 28. Verse 28 was very natural. It's a natural occurrence. But there was something very interesting that provoked, that inspired it. He said, Isaac loved Esau, but there was a because. Because of the food. The guy used to go and catch, he's a hunter, catch some special type of bush meat. (laughs) And then anytime he eats, the dad said, ah, this is my son. You really mean, my, my mom couldn't do this for me. And so he loved him because of food. Now, that's where I'm going. Why did he love him? Because he ate of, give us a different uh, translation. Let's see how I put it, NIV. <laughs> Isaac, who had, who had a taste for wild game, loved Esau. Because Esau used to make wild game. Wild food. Isaac. So when you want to give something valuable to people, you have a choice. You are likely to give it to the one you love. The father had not been told about their destinies. The mother had been told about their destinies. But the mother didn't have what it took to pass it on. So naturally, it will go to the one he loved. So chapter 27, verse 1. It says that now it came to pass. When Isaac was old and his eyes were so dim that he could not see, that he called Esau his older son, say older son. And said unto him, my son. He answered, here am I. Here I am. Then he said, behold, now I am old. I do not know the day of my death. In other words, I can die any time. But what I carry, I can't die with it. I don't know when I will die. So the next verse. Therefore, please take your weapons, huh? your quiver and your bow, and go out to the field and hunt game for me. Ah! Okay, at least it's nice for your dad to say, do something for me, because one day I will die. And I feel like I can die. So why don't you, if, if, you, if you say you, you, you give me a wild treat, why don't you do it now? If you want to build a house for me and you have the money, why don't you do it now? Because very soon I will not be around. And so he said, go and get it for me because I'm about to die. But look at the next verse. That's what got my attention. And make me save every food such as the one I love. Why? 
and, and bring it to me that I may eat. And then what else? That my soul, ah, because I'm about to die, and my soul might bless you. My soul must bless you. From inside, something must f- come out from me. But that thing must be triggered by eating. Whose food I eat and moves me, I can pass it on to the person. I love you, and you are the one I want to give. So why, why don't you do it? He said, no, I can't do it. You have to do something to touch my heart. Move me. Let me. I need to be moved. And so he went. But the mother who knew, the father, well, the, look at the next verse. The mother was listening. Rebecca was listening. When Isaiah spoke to Esau, his older son, and Esau went to the field to hunt game and to bring it. So as soon as he went, the mother, he went, the mother knew that, oh, oh, something has to be done. That's not God's order. I know God's order because I prayed about these children. Isaac doesn't know, but he's the only one who can bless. The blessing of a father. Everybody needs a father's blessing. So, Pastor, those of us who don't know our fathers, you don't have a problem. God is a very good God. He will make sure you are within the proximity of a father figure. He will make sure. He will make sure. But Satan too is a wicked devil. So he will also make sure that every father figure who comes your way, you vandalize him. When Jacob was about to die, he was so weak, Genesis 48. He was so weak, he was about to die. But he managed to pull himself up. He was lying on the bed. He said, gather all my sons for me and let them come to me so I can, I'm about to die. I need to tell them what their future will be before I die. He said, I can't die carrying this thing. Gather together that I may tell you what shall befall you. I need to speak into your future. I need to speak into your future before I die. Fathers are not permitted to pass on without passing something on. The father carried something which he had to pass on. The mother couldn't pass on. Mothers, uh, there's a Jewish proverb which says that, uh, it's a very nice one. It said, because God cannot be everywhere physically, he gave mothers. That sounds so nice, isn't it? Yeah. Mothers are such a blessing. Sweet mom. Sweet mom. It's so, there's something about mothers in nature. It's, it's, uh, it's, um, it's amazing. So, Mothers have a role they play, but when there is a disconnect between fathers and children, a generation is going to go down. So two things that are important, I'll show you something in scripture, but two things that are important, that let's help our young people to regulate their exposure and their interest and their pursuit of romance. It destroys too much. It destroys too much. In the West, what is, what is done is usually because of the support systems, the girls, even after they have a child, they're able to go back to work. Women can be a bit more disciplined. 
But a man's season of strictness and discipline can be, can be distracted by a woman. And if you miss that open window of being, that's why, that's why I, I, I differ from a lot of people. And I, that's why I want you not to, to be, not to differ from me. We have to be on it. You know, the time I could have been doing girls, I was doing busy, busily doing God. So I wasn't distracted. Because when you hit your teenage and towards the end, and you can't become born again, and it's still alive. Some of you, one of your confusion is I'm born again, but why do I keep feeling the way I feel about boys, about girls? I, I feel very, the thing is there. No, it's called human nature. So that's why you need the Holy Spirit, our comforter, our helper, to help you to be able to manage your life, manage your health, manage your, your feelings, manage your situation. You need the Holy Spirit. But when you're a young man, the energy is so strong. Very strong. Yeah. Young men are strong. So when we they jump, they jump. Everything is strong. So if a young man's energy is not channeled into education, he can't recover again. That's why I don't see why you are not in school and you are feeling so important. You don't have a degree. Look at your age, a boy like you. Look at your beard. You don't have a degree. Look at your hair. You don't don't have a degree. My friend, I'm I'm not afraid of you to tell you. Go back to school. Go back to school. Go back to school. Go back to school. <laughs> you don't have a degree, you have girls. But the truth is, the way the world is going, you gotta sit up. I know it's not your fault. There was no proper mentorship. You are not bad. Just that you are such in a, in a mess. You are in such a mess, such a bad situation. So don't inherit it. Okay, get out of it. It's not your identity. Your location is not your destination. Where you are is not where you are ending up. But someone must tell you, you got to wake up. Got to wake up. Now, Pastor, sometimes education doesn't take anywhere, anybody anywhere. It programs your mind to think properly. It, it drills discipline and structure to your life. I'm not saying education is all. But at your age, it is for you. Yeah, what, what are you doing? Get some order because at a certain stage in your life, if you don't get order into your life, you are gone. That's it. And many men miss that opportunity, that timing, because of anger, bitterness, arrogance. They are fighting somebody at home. Dad is not there. The mother can't control them. They are. Some of you have brothers. uh, Some of you are like that. You are your mother's biggest headache. Thank God you are in church. Isaac didn't have the insight about the future, but he had what it took to pass it on. So the mother had to trick the father. Women are powerful. Trick the father to force him willingly to do what he would have done willingly, which was right. In Romans chapter 9, verse 11, he said that for the children not yet being born, not having done any good or evil, that the purpose of God according to election might be my stand, not of worse, but of him that call, who calls. It was said about, it was said to her, the older shall serve the younger. It was prophesied already. The next verse says that. So it's not of, as it's written, Jacob have loved, God just planned that that's how it's going to be. 
That's, Esau did certain things that validated the choice of God because he disdained, the Bible says that he did not have respect for to the birthright. Yeah, he, the last verse of Genesis chapter 25. He said, 34, verse 34. What is birthright to me? I'm dying, verse 32. He said, I'm hungry, can you give me? He said, Jacob said, ah, can you give me your birthright before I give you my food? He said, what is food to me? And what is birthright to me? I am dying. Look, I'm about to die. What is birthright to me? He disdained the birthright. You disdain things that will give you an advantage in future. That's why I'm talking about degree. Now I'm talking about, uh, talking about education. And the key, the core thing is your relationship with um, people of honor. You can't insult your father or insult your mother and be well in life. These are things. This, it's like you need it for tomorrow. You need it for tomorrow. Why would someone go to space and they will not go with oxygen? We know you're not coming back. You need it. You, it's just like oxygen for your future. A relationship with the figure of honor, particularly mother and father. Why did God say father and mother? Why did God say honor your father and mother? Because you always have to honor somebody. Children, obey your parents in the Lord. For that's right. Honor your father and mother, Ephesians chapter 6, that it might be well with you and not you, verse 3, that you might live long on the earth. So everybody, it must be well with you and must live long. You need it. And he said, that thing is a function of honor. So, and what if you say, I don't know who to honor? So he gave you mother and father by the time you are coming. So you are not without excuse. That's why father and mother. So you are not without excuse because well-being in life is at the mercy of who you honor. Troubles, struggles, frustrations, and setbacks in life are engineered by dishonor. Isaac said, I want to eat so I can bless you. There's, some, there's a direct correlation between the pleasure of the carrier and the passing of what he carries. He said, such as I love. Bring it to me, let me eat it. And when my heart, listen. It pays for your dad to smile on you. It pays for your mom to smile on you. Not because, yeah, oh, my boy. No, 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 that's not what I'm talking about. You cause them to look at you again. Instead of always thinking that your father owes you. Your mother, everything must be done for you. And the ones that have been done for you are not even grateful. Every time you are complaining, because you think you are entitled and you compare yourself to others. Every time. Swap it over. They haven't done much. Maybe a person haven't done much. For those of you who experience have tried, you have to also try extra, do more to prove to them that you are grateful. Yeah, yeah you have to do more. Do more to let your dad know I'm grateful. Mom, mom, I want mom to know I'm grateful. Steady. And stop wasting time on phone and all those nonsense. Some of you young ones. Phone, 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 phone. Is your name phone? Steady. When you are young at this age and you start having it as a determination that I'll make my father happy. Not because everything he says is right, but I just want to honor him. 
just for his sake, I will do something. I will do, and it's not like once in a while. You want to, you want to be the child that brings joy, the child of pleasure to your parents. Some of them, all they want is just straighten up and steady. That's all they need from you. They don't need money from you. But you, too, you must determine that I will straighten up and steady, but I will surprise them one day. Can you imagine Father's Day? Some of you don't talk to your dad. Father's Day. Because you're, I don't understand some people who live in the same house with their father. I don't talk. Some of you, Father's Day, they, they don't need anything from you. They don't need a present from you. Go kneel down and say, Dad, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. You'll be wondering, what has come on you? Say, I was taught in church. I was taught in church what is right. Instead of saying, anyway, you don't know my dad. My dad, that's what my dad, his head will be big, and now he start doing other things. No, no, do what you have to do, and let his head be big, but you see what God will do. Yeah. <laughs> it's not your head. If his head will be it's not your head. I, I, it looks like this thing is now cutting. <laughs> a, a cut. Somebody has written the best dad. You are the best dad. And you go and buy it. It's already printed. It's not from you. And you go and give it to you. You think you have done well. You are trying, but you are nowhere. You are nowhere. After the Father's Day, do things that show that you actually honor your father or you actually appreciate him. You know, some parents, one thing that you will not know, some parents, sometimes they feel they couldn't give you what you deserve much. And so they don't, they are not happy that they wish they could have done more. And because they didn't do certain things right when they were younger, it has rendered them handicapped, financially handicapped, economically, they need a Messiah. Yeah, so they, they're trying, but they sometimes feel sorry. They should have done things better for you not to have suffered the way you are suffering. But it's not your fault. And they, sometimes, a good father feels it. A good mother feels it. He wishes, I, would have, I should have done better for my child. But they couldn't. And what, do you know what pays a father and a mother more? By you going to the father one day, your father, and telling that I know you've, you've tried. I know you tried. And I appreciate you. If God gives me a chance to come back and choose my father, in fact, I'll choose you 10 times. As soon as you do that, watch this. As soon as you do that, you have broken into the chambers behind the scenes without his permission to take what belongs to you by inheritance. Every good thing that belongs, that's what's called the father's blessing. There are things fathers carry to pass on, but they can't pass on until something moves their hearts. So he said, bring me to it such as I love. Then when you bring it to me, you trigger the thing. Find every means... And your, mom, your dad might not be around, or your mom doesn't want you to talk to him. That's a different story. There are dynamics. But your mom, find every means to make a parent or a, your prophet smile. Yeah. Let, let them notice you that you are going at length to honor them. You are pushing as far. You can, they can see. They notice that you are doing a lot. Are you getting what I'm saying? Archbishop. And today, every time I believe, people around him tell me, he hears my name. He smiles. The power of a father's blessing. He said, bring me such as I love, not such as you love. Read your Bible. 
don't determine what I should like. Find out what, what he likes. Find out what he likes. Find out from your dad in a nice way and plan for it. You know your dad likes, maybe he likes a particular waterbed, let's just, waterbed, and it's expensive. So you plan it. One day when I finish school, some of you guys, don't go and buy a shoe for a girl when you have not honored your father with a gift. Ah. You are not smart. Don't do that. If because of that she doesn't want to hang around you, thank God and get Uber for her to go. Yeah. Pay and get her, get rid of her. A woman who will not celebrate your right path into destiny, what is she doing around your life? A man who will not endorse your right path to destiny, say every time, for you, every time, pastor, every time, pastor, every, and you are still talking to him? Potential, put, put your potential is your potential devil. When you know who to honor in your life, put them in a different category. People in your life must know that's the no-go area. No-go area. You can't talk to me and say anything at all about my mom like that. You can't say anything at all about my my dad. Yeah, my dad has made his own mistakes. But you you cannot say that. My wife, Pastor Wu, she's a very sensitive person, but a lot of people know. Even me, I'm careful. I, I, don't, I can't pass a comment not pleasant about her mom. No, 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 no. You can't, she can't you. dare not cross the line. She's a very interesting person. No wonder she's doing well. Her mother can make a mistake. It's not your place to speak anyhow about my, dad, my mom. She won't entertain it. Don't go there. She will spoil the atmosphere. Yeah, because you tempered with something she honors. And you don't understand why she's doing well. I'm giving, I'm telling you the secrets. Nowhere, no one does well without honoring well. You're, you're, you have become the center of gravity in your life. Everything evolves around you. You're making a mistake. Move, move the center away from you. Some of us struggle to give. You struggle, but you keep bringing things for yourself, yourself, buying things for yourself. Every time you, every time, I feel very sorry for your future. I feel very sorry for you. And you are not likely to have a good marriage. Because marriage demands sacrifice from you. Yeah. So, a father's blessing is crucial. And there's a way to provoke it. Move his heart. It will cost you, but do it. Because the cost might be high, but the dividends, the benefits outweigh the cost. It is important to understand that God is always interested in preserving your future and helping you. But are you interested? It will cost you. You can't say I have masters, but I just was sleeping a lot and they, they liked me. No, they can't give you because they like you. Even people like Usain Bolt and uh, these athletes, the way they train, oh, it's mess. Look, I always make reference to Michael Jackson. 
Look at the way he was shining. His level of sacrifice, physical sacrifice, it got to a time it was more than his body can take. Because that's how he has sustained where he was going. A, a intense demand, and you don't like any demand. Demand is the order of progress. Something a demand has placed on you. A demand was, oh, I don't like mathematics. You better like it. Yeah, because you want to be an astronaut, you better like it. You better like it. I don't like physics. You but you want to be a, a medical doctor? Oh, please. You better like it. Am I communicating something? Yeah. So when it comes to honoring, there is a certain cost to honoring. You must feel it. Sometimes you must honor and feel like, I can't feel it, but I thank God. And the, the, the target is not the feeling. The target, is, the target is not how you feel. The target is how he feels after you've honored them. That's the target. So you are targeting to move somebody's heart. Some of us don't have natural fathers now because maybe they are not around or they are deceased. Don't have a natural father. There's always an opportunity when you come to church. You come when you, while you are in church. The Elisha cried and called Elijah, my father, my father, the child of he heaven. Then the mantle fell on him because he had dead. He didn't say boss, boss. This is pastor. Father, father, he caught the anointing. And that's all he wanted. He wanted a portion of Elijah's anointing. He said, if you see me go, when he saw him go, he said, my father, my father. The child said, when he said, my cry, Elijah cried. Elijah saw it and cried out, my father, my father. The child, twice, my father emphasis on father. No, my father, not their father, not our father. My father, my father, the chariot. Ah. The mantle said, I've discovered who I have to go to. He followed Elijah so much that Elijah was convinced that this guy is likely to get it. Elijah said, don't come. He said, I'll come. Permit me to, to, to disobey you on this matter. I will follow you. I don't want to disobey you. But on this matter, I will disobey you by following you. I want to follow you and honor you. Please, those of you who have your mothers around, your fathers around, do what you can to put a smile on their face. You have never told dad that I appreciate you. That's a bigger thing. Malachi chapter 1, verse 6. It said, a son honoreth his father. A servant honoreth his boss. If I am a father, where is my honor? It's a question. God said, if I'm, where is my honor? Jesus said, I do not dishonor. I, I honor my father. I don't have a devil. Satan is the chief mastermind behind dishonor. Anyone who is walking in dishonor, Satan is influencing them. And anyone who is walking in honor, it's a godly thing. It's a blessing. You must have several figures of honor in your life. But I can't go into that. But the key thing is, there is something, uh, uh, excuse me my language, there is something even a stupid father carries that can, he can give you to help you. Yeah. Yeah. That's, even a stupid father, useless father, doesn't do anything at all. There's something, why? Because when God places you into somebody, he places a certain thing that will make you shine in destiny in them. 
So they might be foolish, but if they give birth to you, it's in them. Your shining apparatus is in them. And it's yours is to manage to see how you can extract it by honor. It's very simple. Very simple. You will never be stranded on the highways of life. The last, I'm ending with this scripture. The last, the last text, the last scripture, verse in the Old Testament. Last two verses are very scary. In the last two verses. Yeah, you are not thinking. <laughs> After that, there's blank page. 400 years of silence from God. After these two texts. Behold, I will send Elijah, Elijah, the prophet, before the coming of the great and the dreadful day of the Lord. Now look at what he's coming to do. What is he coming to do? He will turn the heart of the fathers to their children and the hearts of the children to their fathers, lest I come and strike the earth with a curse. Finish. Old Testament is finished. Old Testament finishes here. Said. If the relationship between fathers and this is a matter of, he said, fathers and their children, if that thing is not restored, it opens the earth. God Himself will supervise the case to operate. So He had to send a prophet to come and restore. That's what I'm doing today. This is a restoration program. As I preach, some of you hearts is heavy because you've tried every means. Your father doesn't want to see you all. There's so much complication. There's difference. Make it should keep it in your heart. That is my father, and I will respect him. I will honor him. A lot of things he does are bad, but there is an aspect I have to respect him as my father. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? That's all. And when you get the opportunity, see how you can show respect to him. Let him know you value him. As a father, not as a bad man, but as the father. You value him as a father. He's a human being. You came from him, and you will never disrespect him because of that. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Some of us, our fathers are dead. They are not around. Or some, you might not even know your father. If you knew him and he's dead, you have to, in his absence, show honor. If you never know him, just make sure that the bitterness Satan has put in your heart towards a father, you will let it go. Because else he will use that thing. See, it is not physical. You don't know him. But the fact that now you put in your heart, that's my dad. And I see him fine. I don't see him fine, but I honor him. And you don't carry the bitterness. Other than that, you disengage whatever is supposed to come on you. And the problem is, when father figures come into your life like us, you, you bring it on us. Many people who have created problems for me in pastoring, when you check their back, background, they didn't grow up with their fathers. And not even just didn't grow up with their father. At a point in their life, they were fighting with their father. They were fighting, actually fighting. And so they are nice people, but it doesn't last. After a while, they turn on me. Fathers. Fathers. If you have fought your father before, you have to pray and ask God to release you from the Curse you invoked and attracted you. God have mercy. That's one. And number two, you also have to pray that God help me not for this thing not to show up again. Yeah. Because yeah. if you are a fornicator, you are likely to do it again. You didn't hear what I said? Yeah. 
You are likely. That's why sometimes court case they check what your your previous history. Is. So if you have fought your father before, you have to pray that God help me so I don't fight my pastor. I have to pray. Some of you branch pastors, a branch members, you are likely to fight. You are likely to fight. You are likely to fight because you are a fighter from your house. You've been fighting everybody. Fight your mother, fight your... Now you are in jail. But the seed is there. The seed is there. Within two years, it will show up. Within three years, it will show up. By the time you realize you are let, you've gone to another church, you are here to fight them too. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, you are a fighter now. You have to overcome the thing now by prayer and determination. Did you receive something? God bless you for listening to this powerful message. May the power of God be evident in your life. Don't forget to like and subscribe to Caris Church on YouTube and listen to more messages from David Entry on all relevant streaming platforms. You can also connect with David Entry and our youth ministry at Caris Phase 2 on Instagram and TikTok and at Caris on Campus on Snapchat so you are always up to date. Be blessed.